it feels like the clouds are parting just a little bit wider than, you know, we, we've had a lot of successes. But this is a big one. There, I mean, you have some real focus now on all-cause mortality. This vaccine, um, it's, 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 it's moving. And, and Dell, where, obviously, where were all the doctors? Where are they now? Well, they're speaking up. They're starting to speak up one by one. And just understand, this isn't over yet because we're dealing with the wake of the damage and the injuries yeah. that this vaccine has caused. So the medical community, the people that are still in this and still not really subscribing to the fact that this, this COVID vaccine is questionable or maybe there should be long-term studies done on this, yeah. better wake up quick. And one of the doctors we haven't heard from was really Dr. Drew Wiseman. He was the co-recipient of the Nobel Prize for helping get this vaccine technology out to the public. Well, listen to him on an interview. Did he warn about this technology? Take a listen. All right. How, so how can we be sure that this vaccine will not cause long-term negative impact in humans? Like that's one of our big questions that we hear a lot. So I mean, the, the first is to understand what the vaccine is. The, the mRNA in the vaccine is identical to the RNA in your cells. So the, the RNA in your cells isn't causing long-term adverse events. So the RNA in the vaccine won't either. The, the RNA is degraded probably within a week. It's completely gone. The lipid nanoparticles contain four types of fat. Two of the fats are identical to what's in our cells. They're, they're physiologic. The other two are present at incredibly low levels. They are gone within 24 to 48 hours. They're just, you know, the, the body degrades them, they're gone. So nothing of the vaccine is left after days to a week or so. The question that comes, well, then how do you get a long-term adverse event? Well, you can't from any components of the vaccine because they're gone. It's just hard to imagine how it could have long-term effects. 90% of adverse events to vaccines happen in the first six weeks. Hmm. We haven't seen anything. 15 million people have gotten the vaccine already. The only really serious adverse event is this anaphylaxis-like reaction that we're seeing in about one in 100,000 people. Uh, other than that, there really nothing, you know, 15 million people have been injected. That's, that's a lot of people. And if we were gonna see an unusual adverse event, you know, if, 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 would you care about something that occurred less than one in 15 million? I mean, besides the fact that this is, guy is totally full of it, I know you're about to get into this. This is just a lesson to our audience. Number one, stop going to a doctor that tells you you need the booster. And don't inject yourself with anything made by Uncle Fester. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's just this guy, seriously. Um, but I, I know you have more information on the depth of this uh, beyond the fact that he looks like he's the walking dead himself. It is, it, those are just laughable statements that he was making. But, you know, like you said, the world is turning on this vaccine. Mark Siegel on Fox is questioning this, yeah. saying that there's no long term study. He's calling it the elephant in the room. Remember, now, to be clear, this is an old like this is early on. Right. This isn't yeah. him this week. Right. OK. All no, right. correct. Correct. This okay. is early on. But it, it, again, it's just a couple couple days. It's degrades. Everything's natural in this. Well, you know, how, how do you get a patent on uh, on lipid nanoparticles, if they're all natural, you can't patent anything natural. I think uh, right. Kevin McKernan pointed that out. But also, 
he's saying this is just going to go away. What about the machinery? It kickstarts in your body. And that's what we're going to talk about. But just back to Mark Siegel for a second. We and so many others were censored. We took the hits. So Mark Siegel now has the luxury to yeah. make to, to, to throw out these softball questions that everybody sees now. So we're seeing the rise in all-cause mortality. And we're seeing the issues. Now, these deeper issues we're getting into now. We're getting into actual cellular machinery that this vaccine has been reprogramming and the shedding. So Pierre Corey, Dr. Pierre Corey just talked about the, the spike protein and the shedding of the spike protein. Well, we now have a study that just came out. This is the detection of recombinant spike protein in the blood of individuals vaccinated against SARS-CoV-2. So remember, oh, I was just going to stick around for a couple of days. Well, this is what the, the authors wrote, the results. The specific PP spike fragment was found in 50%, 50% of the biological samples analyzed, and its presence was independent of the SARS-CoV-2 IgG antibody titer. The, the minimum and maximum time at which PP spike was detected after vaccination was 69 and 187 days, respectively. So this thing's hanging around for like six months. This guy months literally said it won't be there for two or three, two or three days, and then it's kicked out of the body just like it would be if it's natural. And what I find incredible about this moment right now and what we're reading, you have his testimony basically not realizing he's telling you this will be out of the body in three days. If it wasn't, yeah, sure, if it was lasting longer than that, I mean, how do you get long-term side effects if something disappears? You don't. I don't even know if that's true, but here, based on his own principle, the only way you'd have long-term effects is if my product was still in you 60, 180 days later. Now we know for a fact it is, so your entire argument on why this is safe is now in your face. Either you knew and you were lying or you didn't do proper testing to know. Either way, you're dead wrong and based on your own, you know, clinical, uh, per, you know, point of view, Anything that lasts and persists then can have long-term lasting and persisting problems, which is what we're talking about now. And, and Dr. Wiseman is saying, well, look, the, the lipid nanoparticles, that delivery system that delivered it to the cells, it basically is saying that's gone in a couple of days. So it's like saying the, the car with the bomb in it that delivered the bomb into your house, the car is gone. So there shouldn't be any problems. There's a smoking bomb in your house. With, right. So let's go back to let's go back to this study here. We have a chart just to break it down. If you want to listen to me read anymore, you can just check out this chart from the study. There's the spike protein, PP spike. That's the spike that the, the mRNA coded for that you injected yourself with days after vaccination. You can see there it's over 180 days. And then to the, to the right, you see that little blip of an orange line. That's after infection of the non-vaccinated. So that's naturally infected. You get that spike protein for a couple of days and your body clears it. The way so, it's supposed again, to. When you actually let nature and your body deal with this the natural way, it lasts for a day or two. So, no, you have not recreated God, Weissman. You have failed. You've done something that is now persisting in the body and won't go away, even after clearly the immune systems of these people is trying to fight it and create antibodies and get it out of the body. It can't clear it. And remember, Mark Siegel, well, there's no long-term studies. Well, these are the new studies. This is the new kind of uh, horizon that we're on here. This is what we're finding out. And this is mainstream news now. Telegraph, one in four who had Pfizer COVID jabs experience unintended immune response. Listen to this. And it, it is the wow. hat tip to Weissman in here. Research in the field spanning decades has been slow work. It often stalled because RNA itself is often attacked by the body's, by the body's a foreign invader. That's autoimmune people. Uh, but in 2023, the Nobel Prize for Medicine went to a pair of scientists who had spent years working to fix the problem. It was done by taking one of the RNA bases, uridine, and swapping it, and swapping in a very similar synthetic alternative. 
It was thought the minor tweak to uridine caused no problem in cells, but a team of researchers at the University of Cambridge Medical Research Council toxicology unit have now found when this part, partially synthetic code is read, the protein-making machine in the body sometimes struggles with the uridine analogs. Because it is not a perfect fit for what is expected, there can be a momentary pause, which causes the process to stutter and a letter in the code can get skipped, much like a bike slipping a gear. It goes on to say, this issue caused by the jabs code throws the process completely out of sync and the entire subsequent code becomes garbled. This is being well, called a frame good. shift. Yeah, and this is the title is called a frame shift. Okay. Now it goes on finally to say, in the case of the COVID jabs, the end result is a nonsensical and harmless protein, so they say, right. the team found, which the body attacks and leads to an immune system flare up. Can you imagine an immune system flare up is nonsensical? <laughs> I got, yeah, well, you know, it, don't worry about it, but your immune system is going to go totally haywire. But don't worry, right. it's not doing anything. Exactly. So, so they say the new study published in Nature found this occurred in around 25 to 30 percent of people. So here we go. We're, your body's making a new protein. Right, I wanted to stop no right here because I'm going to make our team do a little bit of research. I want us to go back right now while we're talking here, Jeffrey, because the Telegraph is now finally talking about this pseudouridine. Can we find out the first time that was mentioned on the high wire when we first introduced this idea of this synthetic pseudouridine, you know, mutating and changing the spike protein so that it would never leave the body? I just want to remember how long ago we told you this was never going to, you know, was going to persist and cause problems. All right, continue on. Right, right. All right. So again, new protein, this nonsensical protein, no idea what it does. They are saying it's harmless. They have no science to support that, but it's so harmless, it's causing immune system, your immune system to flare up. That's again, autoimmune issues in your body, 25 right. to 30% of people with this thing. So, so another issue on this is they're saying it, it garbles up the system. It throws the code off. It shortens the code. The code gets skipped when it's making these proteins. Well, we go to a study from 2018, and this was by Memorial Sloan Kettering Cancer Center researchers. And this study, the title of this uh, article reporting on this, scientists find cancer drivers hiding in a new place. And it says, if the mRNA copy doesn't include all the exons in a gene or is cut short, then the protein made from that mRNA will also be truncated. It may no longer function properly. And if that protein is a tumor suppressor, one that protects against cancer, then that could spell problems. Now, in that article, people, so many people were pointing this article at the beginning of the pandemic. They had to put a little disclaimer on it saying this has nothing to do with the COVID vaccine. But now as science is starting to catch up, there's, there's a question here that what happens if this truncated protein, this thing that got cut short by this nonsensical protein, this nonsensical pseudouridine was in a, a protein that was a tumor suppressor. Now we got a problem. So all this yeah. talk about cancer, we have Dr. Weissman, he's the co-recipient of his Nobel Prize. What's he doing? Is he riding off in the sunset? Is he patting himself on the back? Well, that was a great pandemic. I really ha had a great time with that. Well, no, he's doing this type of research. New headline, Godfather of mRNA vaccines reveals plan to immunize people against cancer years before tumors strike to prevent the disease from ever appearing. He's focusing all his attention on cancer now and the mutations in the body, these silent mutations, he's gonna try to figure those out so they won't appear. That's his main focus now. Kind of makes you wonder. Got it dead wrong to begin with. Either lied to you or I was too stupid to know the difference. And now I'm going to go on and make more problematic vaccines. I found it. We, we have the date on episode 234. 
September 23rd, 2021, all the way back then, we mentioned to you back in 2021 of September, we said there's this pseudouridine and we believe it's going to do what? Cause cancer. That was the show we did all the way back then. And now, finally, uh, even, you know, scientists like Mark Siegel and, and, and all these scientists that, the tele- that are Telegraph's reporting on are finally getting around to it. I'm just putting that out because when, you know, we're talking about needing some sponsorship here, pharma is funding you to be lied to by a bunch of people that are blocking us on the Internet so they can't even get this information. But you can.